listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I reminisce for a spell, or should I say think back to 22 years ago when I kept it on track. The birth of a child on the 8th of October, a toast, but my granddaddy came sober. Counting all the fingers and the toes, now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows, huh? 18 years younger than my mama but i really got beatings because the girl loved drama in single parenthood there i stood by the time she was 21 had another one this one's a girl let's name a pam same father as the first but you don't give a damn hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a uh, tuesday night mm-hmm. uh for those that were expecting janelle james she'll be here tomorrow mm-hmm. so uh, tomorrow we uh you know got a little little dates confused a little bit but we'll be back we'll have her in here tomorrow and that'll be great baby and, refresh and i'm gonna refresh real quick since uh everybody's clearly having issues with my sound is that what it was mm-hmm. it was oh yeah i think when i play m- music and then i switch to just the mics um, ah okay some reason it sounds weird i don't know just give it a second no problem for me to get back on screen there we go uh so yeah um we uh we'll definitely make sure we do that guys we'll uh have janelle on tomorrow uh the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme today marks day 566 i believe that bobby schmerz has been locked up in jail with two million dollars bail um you know i don't know when he's coming out guys your guess is as good as mine right uh but it's looking like it's gonna definitely be through the summer so the countdown or count up another summer oh 467 okay so uh it's a 567 so it'll actually the count up will continue to go uh up up you know i don't know ain't no countdown it's count up all right um of course uh the blackout tips you can find on itunes stitcher and google play and all kinds of places rss radio Mm -hmm. just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the air when it comes to uh, saturday morning we'll do our feedback show and we'll read your reviews live on the air if you want to catch the show live go to crowdcast.io um and subscribe to us man um follow us on social media and stuff and you can already see when we go live and you can click on that and uh on crowdcast it allows you to follow us it allows you to subscribe to events um so that you get an email whenever we're about to go live or when we do go live so uh these are all things that help out uh when it comes to uh keeping up with the show you know we have a live crowd in here tonight you know i already got looks like 20 30 people in here so you know well let's uh let's try to keep it going guys um uh, all right let's get into uh some show stuff here guys uh i was watching independence day last night the original we already watched the new one independence day resurgence um yeah and i already uh or as karen called it last night insurgents <laughs> um i called it then with everything but what it was yeah so uh but yeah um i was watching the original and uh i gotta say the real hero of that movie and i don't think enough people give it uh give her credit is vivica fox mm-hmm. i mean she was a stripper that evacuated you know la or whatever before it got blown up saved a dog uh saved her son and then saved the president's wife's life and then uh will smith 
got in a helicopter went to go find his black uh, queen get you a man that can do both yes in the middle of the movie i forgot about that part he just stole a helicopter mm-hmm. on a hunch and went and found his woman and uh and and then after all that before he went off on his last dangerous mission to save the world she got married to him so her son and her got that good government insurance man that's the real hero move if you think about it yep and when we come back 20 years later she's a goddamn doctor yeah like she's uh i mean she was one of the strippers that was really in school you know like Mm -hmm. she took full advantage of the government benefits that marrying a marine uh air force pilot would grant a woman so uh you know kudos to her mm-hmm. not enough people talk about the the complex moves she got to pull off there i mean if he had died during that space mission which he was expected to do she still would have had to come up you know so good for her man people need to give her a little more props when y'all go back and, and watch these movies all right <clears throat> all right let's get into the news all kinds of news uh continues to happen uh here uh i guess the first news is uh the fbi finally released a statement on hillary clinton's emails what uh, they say she will they will not be bringing uh a case against her no shit they said uh careless but no reasonable prosecutor will bring such a case against hillary clinton Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so looks like she won i thought this was america people <laughs> uh, yeah, guilty until proven innocent, huh? That's how we working, huh? Okay. Before me, there was many. After me, there will be none. I am the one. Uh huh. Uh. Okay. I see how we playing. Yeah, I get it down. Anxiously, the public can't wait. Niggas had to. That's right. Ah, you know she danced in there. Hillary is scot free. Y'all can be mad. Be mad if you want. They couldn't get her. Bernie was wrong. Donald was wrong. I told you she untouchable, y'all. <laughs> y'all gonna <laughs> y'all y'all thought y'all was gonna get her on some emails. That's so cute. That is so cute. That is adorable. Y'all thought y'all was gonna get the boss of them all. They've been on her ass for 20 something years. Come on, dog. Y'all thought y'all was gonna catch up with the G- Google Glassware? With the Gmail? With the Gmail, dog? For real? Y'all really believe. Y'all hyped yourself up to believe y'all could catch the dawn of them all. Come on. On the motherfucking same way that dudes get caught cheating on Facebook. Y'all thought ah! that was how y'all was gonna, y'all, y'all was gonna catch up with take the, her down like that? <laughs> with the phone password? Where you like, you thought she was gonna leave the tape in the VCR? That's how you thought. <laughs> you thought she was gonna catch Hillary, <laughs> Hillary Big Dog, Rodham Clinton. Right, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Hell no, you're not catching the HRC like that. Y'all must be, boy. Y'all cute. Y'all are cute, man. It's it's adorable. I told y'all a long time ago. This now is gonna happen. You catch Hillary and some shit. It's gonna be. You gonna have to use like wires and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like somebody gonna have to wear a wire. Yeah, you're gonna have to like wire down over top of her and hover or some shit. Mm-hmm. Invisible. You're gonna have to use that uh spy shit to catch her ass. Yeah, she testified before the FBI. Um I I had an audio of her uh of some of her testimony. You're the one who's guilty. Lawmakers, the politicians, the Colombian drug lords, 
All you who lobby against making drugs legal, just like you did with alcohol during the prohibition, you're the one who's guilty. I mean, come on, let's kick the ballistics here. Ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. Mm-hmm. I mean, not one of us in here owns a poppy feet. Not one. This thing is bigger than Nino. Ah, Brown. It's bigger than Hillary Clinton. This is the American way. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the court was enlightened by your geopolitical tirade, Mr. Brown. Unfortunately, society at large is not on trial here. You are Mr. Brown. Were you or were you not? Head of the Narcotics Consortium, the murderously bloody CMB. Yes. I could not hear you. Would you please speak up, Mr. Brown? Yes, I was a member. But I was forced into this way of life. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I've been dealing drugs ever since I was 12 years old. See, I didn't have the chances that you have, Miss Hawkins. Hawkins. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, Miss Hawkins. That's right. H <laughs> dog not going down like that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You can try your bus. You're not guilty. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I know they're so mad. Oh, you know they're mad. Republicans is hot. The FBI was like, man, look, it was like some emails that was like had some classified information on her server, but nah man she just was trying to be private she trusted gmail more than she trusted the government apparently so i mean and after after the way that uh the government leaks came through i mean i don't blame her if i would have seen snowden you know putting everybody business in the streets i'd be like y'all niggas need to get on gmail too right shit gmail got better protection mm-hmm. and all jokes aside who knows what she got on people <clears throat> dog mm-hmm. she been in this game for a long time uh they found that there was no evidence that clinton or her staff intentionally deleted emails to hide information from investigators the fbi will be handing this fine findings over to the department of justice which will make the final call on whether or not to press charges against clinton Mm-hmm. so she got them so far one more step and then it's on to the white house be bad <laughs> mm-hmm. um speaking of government secrets president obama let it spill that uh his daughter may have sasha may have a twitter account oh no i don't know if that's good or bad mm-hmm. he uh he accidentally sent twitter into a frenzy when he disclosed that his teenage daughter sasha tweets obama was poking fun at donald trump during a rally for hillary clinton in charlotte north carolina on tuesday when he said that tweeting doesn't make it someone prepared to be president remarking on the billionaire business business prolific use of social of the social media program i mean platform obama said everybody can tweet but nobody actually knows what it takes to do the job until you sat behind the desk i mean sasha tweets but she doesn't think that she's thereby uh she thereby should be sitting behind the desk <laughs> oh lord you're gonna have people harass your baby right uh, i hope it works out for you um i wonder if she's like i'm so embarrassed uh <laughs> you yeah she's a child so you know she is uh, of course um she's 15 and her older sister malia aren't known to have public social media profiles and their parents have tried to protect their privacy the white house declined to answer any questions about the matter but obama's offhand comment led to sasha obama quickly trending on twitter as users tried to track down her account a twitter account under the name at sasha obama has been suspended as of tuesday evening 
but internet sleuths pounced on potential clues and tweets written by random users who have claimed to be related to the president in the past in their quest to figure out sasha's secret handle happy, people say, i guarantee you she wouldn't tell y'all happy b-day to my sister malia obama makes sense that our dad is the president and she was born on the fourth of july aka usa's independence day said a user with the handle at denise brisinko brisinko uh tweeted last year today she was bombarded with comments asked if she was actually sasha her reply suggested she is not of course uh <laughs> no shit if i'm the president's daughter and i'm using the social media platform you would not know who I they was. listen they were searching tweets my yes my dad at potus is exposing the u.s prison industrial complex and i'm here for it come on of course y'all. that's not her obama is my dad i have two t-shirts with his face on it ah happy father's day to my dad i love you so much at potus and just a bunch of pictures of barack obama uh why is everyone asking me if i'm sasha obama she i wish i was her she wrote but plenty of others have also claimed to be his children and they went through the other tweets um here's i guess the clip of him on the campaign trail which was wasn't today in our town it means so much to me oops what's on the volume i don't know damn it he knows a thing or two about winning elections. Take it from me. Now, some of you might remember that he and I competed against each other as hard as we could back in 2008. But when it was over, I was proud to endorse him and campaign for him. But I'm here today because I believe in Hillary Clinton. And I want you to help elect her to be the next president of the United States of America. That's why I'm here. The bottom line is, she was a great Secretary of State. And by the way, that, that's not just my opinion. That was the view of the American people and pundits throughout the time that we, she was serving as Secretary of State. Before the whole political machinery got moving. You remember that? It wasn't like that long ago. It's funny how that happens. Everybody thought she was doing a great job. That's because she didn't do a good job. <laughs> but, it, but it's funny how the filter changes a little bit. Same person, done the same work. But you know, that, that, that filter is a powerful thing. So the bottom line is, I know Hillary can do the job. And that's why I am so proud, North Carolina, to endorse Hillary Clinton as the next president of the United States. Damn, he's so good, man. All the black people in the crowd was actually, like, you could hear people call and response like it was church. Mm-hmm. You saw that? <laughs> she had the job. Yes, she did now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't Obama. Wow. <laughs> man, he is good. Uh... He's so good that brian williams um called president obama uh he said uh because he works for msnbc now which is so weird every time i see him on the news on msnbc i think to myself like is this real or is he fucking with me i don't know mm. like y'all probably shouldn't have him reporting anything because every time i'm like so is this Nothing. a prank 
nothing someone gonna come out and tell us we crunked you know how do i know it, it really is raining outside right flight 72 crashed today did it did it I and i was flying it. it oh okay all right all right he's bullshitting but apparently he hit the he was hit with the internet raft after calling obama's speech a richard Pryor delivery did you think that that sounded like richard Pryor? do you care no didn't no. you didn't pick any richard up in there and all us negroes look alike apparently uh <laughs> apparently and it sounded like too there was no cussing mm-hmm. there was no motherfuckers apparently yeah, that was no a racial jokes what you guys just listened to was a richard Pryor delivery um there was no jokes no no jokes about him getting high telling about how his kids were drowning uh here here's uh here's some richard Pryor. if you guys need to compare what it sounds like uh to what good god a lot of niggas here today some white folks too you motherfuckers come in a bunch, did you? <laughs> Stick with me. Don't worry about a thing. Just come on. <laughs> Shortage of white people lately. I ain't seen no white folks no more. Y'all stop fucking? <laughs> white folks into yoga. You can't get no nut doing no yoga. You got to get the pussy. <laughs> they stopped fucking because some rich white man told them, said, Look, come on, cut the crap. Jesus Christ, there's too many people on earth. I have no place to ride my horsey. There will be no shortage of niggas. <laughs> niggas is fucking. So yeah, uh, I mean, can you tell right. the difference? Could have fooled me. Mm-mm. Yeah, he said uh, uh, he called Obama's speech the Richard Pryor treatment. Um, so that's uh. Guess he thought I was gonna go well. Yeah, that's fair. Senate was being urged by uh, one member of the crowd to preach. And uh, he seemingly tried to, at one point, borrowing almost a, a Richard Pryor delivery to uh, deliver the degree of his disgust and disdain for the other side. The comments clearly aimed at Donald Trump. At one point, he said, he said what black comedians do I know? Went down his road of dicks. What's he going to say next, Red Fox? It was our Chris Rock delivery. Uh, it was very funny. Wasn't was a Martin Lawrence delivery? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just President Obama on stage being like, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Ah. Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God, Hillary Clinton. No, Chris Rock got to say everything three times. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. You know, you got to say it like six different ways. Look at the crowd. <laughs> Hold that mic to the of side. Of course. Hillary. Stomp his feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what make it great. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, white folks are mad about some Hillary Clinton. You're like, all right, Chris, do the joke, do the joke. Um, a barbecue grill broke free from a camper and it hit a car and killed a teenager passenger. Mm-hmm. This uh, grill was sentient. Mm-hmm. Um, it broke free. Yeah. 
according to the police the grill was attached to a camper driven by jason mark of farmington uh they said the support being connecting the smoker to the motor home broke causing the grill to break free it's on the highway this has got to be Holy just the worst shit, nightmare right uh apparently um he went over a bump and it got loose from the camper and then uh he hit another bump right after and it broke all the way free okay it slammed into a car killing the passenger oh mm-hmm. the grill came wobbly while going eastbound um hit a bridge hit at a bump near a bridge swerve and then it went airborne after hitting the second bump Holy before shit. becoming loose with the tow hitch and hitting a second car heading westbound the driver of the car so it hit a car going in the other direction shit so it's that traffic it basically in both directions yeah the driver of the car survived but the passenger died yeah uh it's unclear if charges or tickets will be issued um so no idea um that's just that's just wild right it's like a freak accident everybody you know traveling for fourth of july they're probably on the highway you moving these grills and shit like that you know sometimes when i'm on the road i think about that like yo what if that boat just just came loose you know you just drive behind somebody with a trailer what if the trailer just falls off somehow yeah i'm like that around the big old big old the tractor trailers the real real big ones yeah i don't i don't like them to be like around me in my vicinity period i either speed up or slow down because like hey this tire is bigger than my whole fucking car if it just has to pop i'm in trouble nope yeah i've seen the tire part come off during the middle of uh them driving before like that because truck tires what they do is they have this tread on them and they peel basically so that they don't catch a flat or pop you know but they'll peel right off of it and i've and you'll see it on the highway sometimes it's big i've seen tired yeah and that's what scares me because i've seen the aftermath but i've never seen it actually pop yeah i've seen those before what it look like i mean like a big ass piece of rubber flying down the fucking highway you just hope it don't hit your car or whatever but yeah, it's thing, dangerous yeah that could cause a wreck right yeah all the time okay so yeah does it does it does it like make a popping sound no you just see a big ass piece of rubber flying off of a tire it doesn't pop it doesn't oh. it's on there because the tire so the tire won't pop so that it won't just pop in the middle of the street but yeah uh-huh. the, the rubber chunks fly off all the time and they can be really big like you know big as a, a truck to tra- tractor truck as, tr- as big as a tractor truck trailer tire say that five times fast you can keep that yeah well i feel bad for this kid man he got hit right in the grill <laughs> uh all right uh let's see what else is happening um speaking of get dying on independence day a iowa woman was killed when a cannon a homemade cannon exploded holy shit mm-hmm. what you got a cannon what's this world war ii what's happening here celebrating the four apparently i guess oh uh, like she's trying to shoot cannon okay, okay. yeah uh, apparently she got a homemade cannon uh in her yard and uh they were celebrating in her backyard at a gathering saturday july 2nd they decided to shoot the cannon they loaded it and fired it but when it went off the rear portion portion of the barrel blew out sending fragments where she was sitting and one of the fragments got stuck in her head oh mm-hmm. see for me i don't maybe just me 
I'm not, I'm not anti-fireworks or firecrackers or no shit like that, but you let the professionals do it. If them motherfuckers get their hands blown off, what the fuck am I doing out there with fucking fireworks? Like, mm-mm. I remember when I was young, people thought it was a joke, and I, and I almost like, and, and I'm not a fighter, but I almost had to brawl with some of my friends when I was younger, because they came out with like the, the, uh, the hand, I don't even like the fucking sparklers, that like, they came out with like some hand fireworks and that set them up. I was like, motherfuckers, I would goddamn fight you. I don't want to lose a limb, cause y'all think this shit is fucking funny. Nope. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's weird too because you know it's like taking fireworks to the next level with a cannon like that's just like you made a cannon just for this moment like you didn't test it you have no idea i mean there's a reason that that technology was left behind as we entered into the next century like there's a reason we don't roll cannons out when it's time to go to war anymore um you know just like you just decided like i'm gonna build a cannon like you know that's crazy oh oh and imagine there's probably kids there mm-hmm. right and and watch it basically watch this woman died and she wasn't even participating mm-hmm. she was off to the side going look at these motherfuckers well i guess they was having a ball apparently they was cannonball ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. uh another officer resigns after teenage prostitute names him in the sex scandal that cost oakland three police chiefs in less than a month do they just need to fire everybody and just re- restart the whole unit because every time you turn around some new shit coming out ain't that the people that had three 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 chiefs in three days or some crazy shit like that everybody got the job and 24 hours they were quitting i literally just read oakland the scandal that cost oakland three police chiefs in less than a month so yes <laughs> that was in the sentence that i read uh but yeah he's uh after being named by a teenage prostitute who claims that she slept with 32 police officers uh ricardo perez has uh resigned um he is the sheriff's deputy he became the latest to resign in the wake of the scandal which previously cost oakland three police chiefs in less than a month now four he's not a chief he's just an officer oh he's a regular okay okay he's now under criminal investigation by the oakland police department uh guap who is 18 years old lives in richmond california claimed perez had sex with her several times when she had just turned 17 years old um so yeah um in a series of messages to contacts asked guap to send a picture of herself to which she responds with a new selfie selfie so they had like they had she had two phones one for sexting and and pics and shit and one for texting um wow yep and they uh she she basically screenshotted deputy ricardo was was his his name uh in her phone these niggas weren't careful at all um (laughs) wow and uh yeah she uh he texted her um about you know all this stuff and they was fucking uh and yeah she told she telling everybody i don't blame her Mm -mm. it's it's funny in this picture she got a little kid in the picture they had to blur the kid's face out the kid is holding up a baby doll but it's like uh hold on i have to show you guys this picture like this is the this is like one of the selfies where they would like make jokes about on twitter like get your baby crop your baby out of the picture before you put this picture up because it's clearly a little baby in this corner holding up a baby doll mm-hmm. right <laughs> like that's that's hilarious what 
oh but it's not though because those cops are fucking <laughs> terrible people but yes they are she got her little baby in the damn picture with her man that is so bad like these niggas didn't know they was gonna get caught look if some if the if the prostitute won't even crop her baby out the pictures she gonna snitch okay y'all going to jail um if they go to jail they cops who knows um let's go to another police department he added her as a friend on facebook and she and she sent him a message also claiming perez would pick her up when he was off duty and drive her to a rural road close to caldecott tunnel she told the san francisco chronicle in a previous interview they had sex about 10 times in this private vehicle it was consistent for about a month six six weeks then we stopped for the month of august then we did it again one more time in september she said oh she kept records of course she said no money was exchanged during her encounters with perez three police chiefs resigned so i guess he can say i wasn't what what you you knew what you were doing she's 17 she's a snitch basically yeah young people don't keep secrets yeah cops don't either apparently Mm-mm. they was telling especially, each other especially that young if 32 people if 32 cops had sex with her they were talking about it they were telling each other so yep another officer bites the dust uh you know messing with this in this prostitution scandal good and they just hitting the surface they really did some investigation i bet you that shit go deeper than that mm-hmm. somebody sit down and talk to her it's probably spewing some way way some high positions in the fuck of this girl uh rihanna had a wimbley show gig uh wimbley gig show um and i guess wimbley is you know wimbley stadium okay. uh, overseas and probably in like london or something northwest london you know how i know my geography so well uh well she sold out these concerts right Mm -hmm. but when fans got there they took pictures of the arena and it's damn near empty it's like half full at best Mm. um and that's because apparently the ticket resellers grossly inflate prices like with the hamilton type thing except people don't buy the tickets because they overestimated the market and it ends up with people going to the to the concert and half the fucking seats being empty it's a ninety thousand capacity stadium and they couldn't they didn't sell most of the tickets um when they went to resell them so now it's pretty much nobody in the fucking arena for this concert and maybe it's just me that shouldn't allow them to buy, to get these tickets in mass quantities like this maybe that's just me they just should not allow them to do that because imagine the people that had planned or wanted to go and was like i'm not spending that amount of money to go yeah apparently an increased number of events have been hit by the problem fans hoping to see the two-part harry potter and, and the cursed child west end show found it difficult to buy tickets although they were readily available online for two thousand euro right who gonna spend that type of money it's like why why do you allow them to buy these tickets and jack the prices up that fucking high yep um because i would be mad if i really wanted to go and was like well bitch i could have win if ain't nobody gonna be in there yeah somebody they gotta come up with a way apparently they they buy these tickets using bots computer programs right. which let them get thousands of tickets at one time right which how do you so i guess that, that little squiggly line shit don't work no more i don't know it, it, it and, and and it's one of those things where that's why a lot of times when tickets go on sale um and i and i do understand there's some tickets for promotion and shit like that but for the both for the most part a lot of 
mass amount of tickets go like this is why it's really hard for people to individually purchase tickets when shit it instantly go online like you go online and like sometimes 20 30 minutes later they're like it's sold out yeah because you have these fucking eight to ten people with these bots buying you know twenty thousand tickets at one period of time of course it's gonna sell out Mm-hmm. wow right and i don't know that that needs to be corrected because you got people like i said they would love to go they can't this it was like i go for the 150 200 maybe even 500 dollars a ticket but i'm not spending no two thousand dollars and it's not even like um scalpers no it's no it's not the same you know like scalpers actually have like uh a line where they're like okay let me just sell tickets for what i can get because right like these these motherfuckers are just like well we just took a loss on this because it's a business like i'll just get the next time or right i sold enough to make up for it in the first place because if i bought tickets for a hundred dollars and i was selling them for two thousand dollars i don't need to sell but so many to break even anyway right so they don't care that the people that truly wanted to come see her didn't get the opportunity to come see see her as far as they're concerned they've turned a profit and it's one of those things where like i said that needs to be corrected terribly you know because uh, unless you're somebody like you say like with the hamilton people where people just where they know people are just going to come um no matter what uh it's a problem is 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 it wouldn't shock me if this happened to other people people go with her concert and so that nah the thing said they sold out which means people purchased the tickets which means the venue everybody got their money even she got her money but it's not fair to to fans yeah fans right. get taken advantage of um what's also weird is like i know in america some of the ticket companies own the resellers someone brought it up in the chat hmm. um uh yeah joe spacely brought it up yeah some of the ticket companies own the resellers and then so they're inflating their own ticket prices like it's just it's just complete bullshit man right um also speaking of rihanna rihanna pulled out of the Lollapalooza, columbia over the zika virus fears forcing organizers to cancel the music festival after they're left without a headline act oh boy i'm getting sick Mm-hmm. yeah they didn't name her uh but she's been identified as the performer who dropped out of the festival by columbia news outlet man i just can't believe we got people that are going to go to the olympics in rio like everything they i hear about that shit sounds that like shit. a nightmare they need to cancel that shit. no they're not going to cancel it it's too late for that shit i mean you can't what you gonna cancel it like a the week of it's not gonna happen oh sorry no olympics this year y'all my bad they're gonna have them olympics yeah yeah but like i say it's gonna be weird for people covering it because most of your major major stars and athletes are like fuck that here's a no name because i'm not going out there and possibly dying and getting sick it's just hard to tell between um it's really just hard to tell because you know there's so much of america that just shits on other countries true period so sometimes it feels like american propaganda but then like i mean i'm sure that's some of it but then you read some of these stories and you're like well the corruption of the olympic committee is just so fucked up right they're kind of like the world cup where it's like whoever lines our pockets however they do it we don't care we're just going to sit in the olympics there and if it's inhumane conditions if it's slave labor if it's uh pollution we don't give a fuck nope we just want the money from it and they that's it you know so it's really weird but i guess at the same time who would be able to host if they just limited it to you know 
quote-unquote places that we consider safe you know i feel like the olympics happen every four years and they choose these locations just to uh make me feel like well maybe america ain't that bad you know true true and um a lot of stuff has came out i think initially when they got it uh a lot of uh people protested from the beginning and from what i'm hearing and was telling them hey they can't accommodate this they have problems yada 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 and people you know ignored them and you know they're talking about a lot of the uh issues that they're having with you know building building all this shit and can't afford it it's i think it's a possibility that they uh are in bankrupt and asking for extra money and you know and shit like that and it's a whole bunch of other problems like you said they're not looking at it from that perspective or how would it affect the people years later mm-hmm. like none of that shit really you know matters at the time yeah they're still gonna have it but you know um i wonder and and i think my biggest perspective how is it going to affect the ratings because like you said a lot of the people i mean ratings see aren't attendance might be affected but ratings we on tv how it's gonna stop me from watching it why would i care tv yeah i mean i can't catch the zika through watching that shit so true i don't think it'll affect ratings as much i mean maybe just a little bit because some of the bigger names don't go but not enough people are, are opting out and as far as the olympics which is almost farcical to call it amateur sports right. um the people that have been working their whole lives and they only get a few opportunities in their entire lifetime to go they're not True. gonna not go you know it's, if i do fucking the the fit the, the hundred yard dash i don't it's not every year that i get to be on a world stage doing a hundred yard dash for the world you know and that's it's almost unfair that they send these people to these fucked up places knowing that hey if you're you know 16 18 whatever you get three to four tries to be uh in the in in the olympics you know and then you're fucked so yeah they're gonna go jack daniels embraces a hidden ingredient slavery mm-hmm. no shit lynchburg tennessee jack daniels say what i said it's called jack daniels what does that have to do with slavery i don't get it daniels got jacked okay there you go uh every year <laughs> about two hundred seventy-five thousand people tour the jack daniels distillery here uh and as they stroll through his brick buildings nestled in a tree hollow they hear a story like this sometime in the 1850s when daniel was a boy he went to uh work for a preacher grocer and distiller named dan call the preacher was a busy man and when he saw promising young jack he taught him how to run his whiskey still and the rest is history this year in is the 150th anniversary of jack daniels and the distillery home to one of the world's best-selling whiskeys is using the occasion to tell a different more complicated tale daniel the truth (laughs) tell the truth i need to get that sound clip daniel the uh company now says didn't learn distilling from dan call but from a man named nearest green one of call slaves this version of the story was never a secret but it's one that the distillery has only recently begun to embrace tentatively in some of its tours and in social in uh a social uh, in a social media and marketing campaign this summer it's taking something like the anniversary for us to start to talk about it ourselves said nelson eddie jack daniels in-house historian frontier history is a gauzy and unreliable pursuit a narrow screen story built on oral history in the thinnest of archival trails 
may never uh be definitively proved still the decision to tell it resonates far beyond the small the small city uh for years the prevailing history of american whiskey has been framed as a lily white affair centering on german and scott irish settlers who distilled their surplus grains into whiskey and sent it off to far to far off markets eventually creating a 2.9 billion dollar industry and a product equally loved by kentucky colonels and brooklyn hipsters uh left out of that account were men like nearest green slavery and whiskey far from being two separate strands of southern history were inextricably entwined enslavement not only made up the bulk of the distilling labor force but they often played crucial skilled roles in the whiskey making process of course in the same way that the white cookbook authors often appropriated recipes from their black cooks white distill <laughs> appropriated still white distillery owners took credit for the whiskey right well i'm glad they're talking about it right my biggest thing is that i guarantee you before they said this they wanted to be sure they you know they either they already paid this family or they made sure that person didn't have no descendants because you know y'all making billions of dollars off of a recipe that's really not yours yeah my question is this um what other shit did niggas invent that we ain't get credit for a lot of shit i I, i'm not trying to be funny i probably can't even imagine the shit that i bet it's i mean i bet it's us. major shit though not like right. little, i mean i mean like mm. the light bulb right you know what i mean <laughs> like well, i'm talking about like metal like, like yeah metal. like george washington probably was like uh why would i tie a fucking key to a kite and shock myself with electricity when cletus can do it cletus come here real quick hold this and uh run around in the storm right cletus got shocked one good time and next thing you know he writing a book about it right by golly it worked well i'll write about it i'll take all the credit thank you thank you cletus mm-hmm. i mean technically i own you so right. you know so as far as they concerned this story is mine i couldn't imagine all types of cures and shit like that uh that you know we just watch it but it would never get credit would never get paid for mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened family of u.s student killed in the paris attacks sue social media companies Families of a California design student killed in November attacks in Paris, Twitter Incorporated, Google, and Facebook Incorporated, claiming the social media companies provide material support to the militant group Islamic State. Nohemi Gonzalez's family filed a lawsuit on Tuesday in federal court in San Francisco asking the court to rule that the companies are violating the U.S. Anti-Terrorism Act. It sees compensatory damages to be determined by the court. For years, defendants have knowingly permitted the terrorist group ISIS to use their social networks as a tool for spreading extremist propaganda, raising funds, and attracting new recruits. The lawsuit charged that the company's material support has enabled Islamic State uh, to recruit and to fund and carry out numerous terror attacks, including the attacks in Paris last November that killed 130 people, including Gonzalez, who was a California State University student studying abroad at the time. So basically, they're saying you allow these place these people to use your platforms, uh, social media, maybe under the auspices of free speech or something. I don't know, and that helps them organize and shit and it helps recruit terrorists and y'all let it happen um on your account on your media so we're suing you mm. it'll be interesting to see if that can uh can stand yeah if that stands and what the u.s government thinks about that right um and you know how that'll be viewed and can that will that extend to well i doubt it will but will it extend to other you know things Platforms. like the kkk right you know where they take them down you know shit like that um you know some of these neo-nazis 
that recruit via the internet and stuff um i don't know it just makes you wonder um here's an interesting uh actually it's kind of long but you know it's just me and you we got time you know we might as well do this okay um this dude wrote a blog in the huffington post called love will be the death of us attached his government name i am mckenzie to it oh shit uh and it's notes on the end of my marriage authors note this is a sincere attempt to learn the end of a relationship a final love letter of sorts some of the names have been changed and my former partners can send it to a publication uh now i don't know uh what the these numbers mean eight dot two two so august 2011 maybe the beginning there's no easy way to masturbate into a small plastic container what i found this out as i approached climax simultaneously holding the container in place while stroking my erection with the other hand truth be told i don't actually masturbate very often perhaps something about the act i continue to find shameful suddenly a rush of white light and a moment of fleeting ecstasy i returned to room b at the genesis fertility fertility clinic in downtown vancouver two voluptuous women continued their own vigorous pleasure on the tv screen mounted above my head I steady my breath and screw the cap onto the container. I buckle my jeans, grab the remote, flick off the screen. I catch my image in the mirror, triggering an existential moment that feels utterly cliche. Is this XXXN one of them stories you click on in the back? Nope. And uh, you a freak for knowing about that. <laughs> All the cautionary tales of my younger years flooding back in the montage of bad teen movies, sex ed classes, and awkward chats with my father. Millions of sperm living every drop of semen he worn sometimes they can live for over nine days and the ominous warning fed to every heterosexual male don't get your girlfriend pregnant uh so he was basically trying to at a fertility clinic to you know they him and his wife went there to to try to help her get pregnant okay not only did the conception fail to arise without the aid of birth control my wife mysteriously had no menstrual, menstrual cycle at all thus began the odyssey of doctor's visits diet supplements hormone therapies aka trying to get pregnant and he goes back to the past uh at 22 and a pioneer the early age of internet dating uh, he went online found him a woman on lava life and uh he went on a date with her um and they spoke on the phone a week later her voice was sultry it was sexy and shit um and they kissed on their first date mm-hmm. oh, and he took picture he, put, he got a picture on here everything uh treatment the first gray sky we've had in weeks in vancouver okay so then uh he went through treatment for his sperm his sperm counts have tested normal her lack of menstrual cycle remains a challenge the doctor has surmised various theories including hormonal violence and all this stuff so they couldn't get pregnant basically okay that happens you know um so then they had a miscarriage okay um you know he was real sad um then let's see what was the next thing didn't they go to church was it uh yeah temple i gaze upon the temple of transition this palace this palace of grief adorned by the fears and scribes of thousands of burners is my third year drifting through her halls and this time i finally understand why she is here 
in a culture addicted to light there's no altar for darkness yet life does not feed life only death can do that the man is burned for the party the temple is burned for our grief and offering for our willingness to remember that those who came before and perhaps those that never will nigga what was he high when he wrote this wrap it up b good grief um <laughs> uh let's see what's um scarcely 20 minutes pass and the crew begins boarding up the doorways to prepare preparation for the burn um asked politely but firmly to leave outside the perimeter i face the tatter city I, and discover i'm accompanied by sean my best friend since high school and we walk as we walk wearily back to camp he observes my face asking tenderly what is wrong i don't look at him when i respond i don't think i'm gonna have children with Catherine. that night no tears are shed i couldn't watch her burn two weeks later as i return to the f- footage for the first time i glimpse again at the intact temple she shatters me and i weep i don't understand what that one meant the Mm -hmm. temple uh what are we burning then in october two months later why were they burning like the the body of the miscarriage Uh, that's what i'm assuming he said he went to burning man so oh so he went to burning man and then temple of transition is where he went in so he got he was high as fuck yeah the burning man decompression is a regional part this is for the kiss that occurs in many cities vancouver booked an extraordinary movie prop warehouse here's for ruining me for all future uh, party locations he arrived late his friends were already there he spot Catherine clothed in red leggings and a sheer black shirt she's sex and flirtation she leaps into me i wrap my arms tightly around her waist um she uh untangles herself and disappears into the cloud of blurred faces and limbs hello i look down and a young woman with dreadlocks is sitting in a large armchair i kneel beside her we exchange pleasantries sincere and open-hearted i discover she's a spoken word public please share a poem i ask she shares she shakes her head embarrassed please i insist she relents and i lean in with eyes closed words tumble into my ear one after another lyrical and playful i'm drawn into her language the new territory conjured out of heart and soul when finished i open my eyes gratitude beaming on my face she kisses me hard surprised i let it happen and when it's over we lean back i'm married i say without an ounce of accusation she immediately apologetic no okay it's okay i say it was an honest mistake confusion flashes across her face you don't seem married she says her words puncture my heart i look at her sadly i know i say so two months after his wife miscarried he's uh kissing someone at woman at a party huh uh it happens again always different and a worthy always a different and worthy woman this is uh this is june 2012 now so it's been yeah, months it sound like he need to eight he months not be with his wife no more yeah um it sound like this is probably a decision you should have been made mm-hmm uh so yeah apparently comfort with a stricken artist at a conference it's the least see honor for a deli- delightful dance with a soulful healer in vancouver championship uh for a lonely entrepreneur athena in san francisco so he's fucking all kinds of women's uh sound like they're all hippies though these interactions weighed heavy on my soul i could not make sense of them on one hand each felt appropriate life affirming and needed surely these could not be considered cheating what was a kiss anyway on the other hand such interactions were beyond the boundaries of our monogamous partnership oh so he said he was just kissing them to which Catherine and i vowed in my uncertainty i waited hoping somehow the situation would resolve itself 
eventually the guilt crested and i crafted a confession in our newly purchased suburban home we sat across from each other in our quiet anticipation uh there's something i need to tell you i speak and watch the color drain from her face her entire body quivers milan cadera wrote loves are like empires when the idea that they are founded on crumbles they too fade away by the end of my story our marriage has begun it's slow descent into the sand that's a melodramatic crap <laughs> he got away with words for a cheek ass nigga talk <laughs> that shit in that flowery language <laughs> right oh my god uh six months since my confession and the question of what to do about my infidelity remains unresolved given the potential window for conception is closing we agree to focus one final tip for pregnancy we try again this time with implanted eggs the doctor gives us an x-ray of the delicate twins which we place on the altar at home we resist the urge to discuss potential baby names this is a uh, november 2012 by the way um and of course they have another failure uh um so they can't have kids that afternoon i remove the x-ray from the altar and slide the photograph between the books on the shelf so they still tried again they yeah they tried again one last time so then january 2013 uh opening the relationship Mm -hmm. they went to their favorite uh vacation spot uh it says Catherine's oh wait Catherine's mother decided to fund an overdue family trip to maui which was uh her favorite vacation spot of her late husband uh they was chilling out with the in-laws this nigga had the nerve to do this with the in-laws anyway i retained an extra week for ourselves with enough space to revisit the question once more in the absence of biological children what are we to become so because she can't have kids of course you know she's worthless as a wife right obviously and as a human being and a person okay i think we should try an open relationship i can't quite believe the words are tumbling out of my mouth within the paradigm it's of the dominant culture on your side it's closed on hers yeah uh yeah you already had it pretty open buddy right right now yeah, if it was open on both sides that's a whole other story but no mm-hmm. you were already open she eventually reluctantly agrees that's not the way i want to go into an open relationship right if it's open everybody needs to be cool if everybody is not cool with it it won't end well Mm-hmm. uh the book came with so i guess he had a book or something that came with a helpful questionnaire which we use as a foundation for our initial agreements and guidelines what does open mean what is the difference between sensual and sexual are overnights allowed should we have veto power on the other's connections as darkness creeps into the room serenaded by army of frogs we sign our names and step into the abyss yeah, and it sounds like this is this is not something she wanted to do she's trying to save her marriage apparently yeah i mean i mean i'm i might be wrong but for her because it, it's almost like a hostage situation at that point right because it's like if i say no now what you gonna leave right because you're making me feel bad about not having kids mm-hmm. you uh are you know kissing these women you finally break down and you tell me you know because if you didn't think anything was wrong with it and if we truly had already had an open because the thing you didn't tell me because you know that she would be cool with it so if she's not cool with a kiss what make you think she would be cool not trying to make fun of it, but you fucking women Mm-hmm. well uh apparently he begins using words like polyamorous and non-monogamy in conversation oh god so he jumped in feet first yeah because he was already there anyway right i learned that you don't make any important decisions during 
nre new relationship energy and that compersion taking joy in your partner's joy is the opposite of jealousy but that both can exist simultaneously i explore a variety of connection with multiple women and have the first sexual experience outside of my marriage after 10 years of the same partner the scent and curves of a new woman feels at once odd and exhilarating i keep going i learned that while possibilities for connections are endless time and energy are not Catherine and i practice regular communication though mostly i don't see her she embraces the openness with a vigor i'd never seen oh shit right because <laughs> this is some bullshit she wasn't ready for suddenly she is free to ex- entertain the secret desire she never confessed perhaps even to herself she calls ex-boyfriends to catch up partly out of curiosity for their lives partly to flaunt her newfound sexual prowess right and i when i say bullshit i don't mean bullshit like like the concept but in her mind she was like this is not what i signed up for when i married you also she probably could tell right Right. i mean that's the thing that from the other side of this while he's talking about the part where he's kissing different women over the course of a few months oh she she seemed to change and when she miscarried and he starts questioning who are they and what are they and what's they're gonna be and what's gonna happen to them and shit uh i'm sure she can sense it emotionally if not just through his time that oh this dude's no longer committed to me the way that he promised and he's looking down on me like i'm some type of bummer and i'm still a young attractive woman in the prime of my life you know like to some extent like if this is what you want to do then fine fuck it it's easier to women to get dick than for dudes to get pussy on the in the general uh and on the regular because the the dick market is flooded yeah it is and it's one of those things where he was like oh we're gonna be open but a lot of times when people think open they always think from a male perspective they're like hey you know i can go i can go fuck too if we're gonna be completely open but a lot of dudes want the open relationship with oh it's open on my end but closed on yours and for a lot of women like nah we fucking we all fucking mm-hmm. he says i grow closer to a particular woman maya we speak in poetry and myth she whispers a willingness to explore my untapped sexual nature she also engaged is engaged to another and both of us remain secure in our existing relationships having to explore our connection without the pressure of core partnership late spring Catherine and i stand on a deserted beach playing fetch with our much-loved dog toby with an eye i toss the stick in the water and conversation turns toward our latest erotic adventures i asked if she ever thought of exploring with her business partner cameron for the past four years they had cooperated a uh successful yoga studio in our suburban city would that bother you she asked hesitantly it makes sense i responded picking up the stick again you already work well together seems like it will happen eventually are you saying i can explore with him a hint of jealousy services he is an accomplished athlete fit and handy with tools (laughs) a hint of jealousy within him right yes okay but you expected her to be cool though all right in many ways my complete opposite i remind myself the purpose of our open relationship is to explore our boundaries nah he meant open for him not open for her sure i say i throw the stick back in the water and toby rushes after it and he did but he didn't mean that Mm -hmm. because he wasn't being truthful with himself so six months later july 2013 uh early one summer day without hormone therapy or warning Catherine's menstrual cycle returns she informs me in bed breathless we're washed in the mystery no guarantee of fertility but a promising sign nonetheless she spends most of her time with cam i begin hearing stories of her vibrant nature with from mutual friends i barely recognize this woman says <laughs> says one who has known her for years i can't shake the feeling that Catherine is drifting away from me we continue our weekly check-ins but she shares 
but her shares are more, mostly uneventful no our external relationships aren't competing for our own yet we're still deeply committed to each other i opt to spend a weekend away at a local festival with maya on my way out the door i choose a tarot card from the deck standing practice for ongoing insight into our relationship the tower the image is a large burning buddha illuminated by lightning fires raging across his skin a woman and a a man and a woman plunge from his figure unsettled i depart for the festival <laughs> what a hippie ass anyway the new the yeah! next <laughs> the next few days are magic of bevy of playful adventures with friends sweet connections and beach bonfires on the final day after most of the others have packed up i look upon the last night fading from the snow-capped mountains overhead maya puts her arms softly around my waist i grip once again by an unbidden ache of sorrow uh i don't know why but i feel like i will say goodbye to Catherine soon a few days later cam is at my house for a backyard barbecue for the yoga studio members he's awkward in his small talk i let them host and mostly stay out of the way the next morning Catherine is visibly shaking and asking me to accompany her outside on the grass we sit in the afternoon sun i don't realize i'm holding my breath finally she says i'm pregnant my mind races she and i hadn't been intimate in weeks there was only one other way possible with cam she finishes right 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 this nigga right it, yeah, yeah it makes sense. <laughs> oh man uh q dagger plunged directly into my heart q an impossible mixture of utter devastation and shining joy at the possibility of her being a mother something she wanted for so long fuck i screamed louder than i've ever been i can't look at her i stared at the grass as i could stare hard enough so that she would take back her words i don't believe it it's not possible and yet the tower is burning what the entire fuck mm-hmm yep who the, wrote this this is a lifetime Ian, whatever his name was mckenzie uh so then august of that year so a month later myth of the one uh in the days follow i'm not i'm not ready to collapse in the existing expectations about what's to come i ask her what do you actually want was this an accident do you still want to be with me do you want the three of us to co-parent amid ongoing tears and wreckage of our old life she confesses her terrible dilemma i don't think i can love more than one man therefore i choose him right right and it makes sense it makes complete sense because it sounds like she never wanted an open relationship she reluctantly did it mm-hmm mm-hmm he was playing with them forces he didn't understand uh <laughs> she wasn't all in dog soon we are sitting across the table from our parents married 30 plus years who look to us with cautious optimism i'd already warned the news wasn't what they might be expecting and true to them and most of our friends Catherine and i were the perfect couple loving productive and stable we never quarreled ever i break the news Catherine and i are separating the mother my mother immediately bursts into tears my father leaps into a fix-it mode suggesting the marriage of marriage counseling we're certain i confirm they did not know about our own relationship and i feel it's too much to reveal the pregnancy now plus i can't admit the secret shame that i had screwed things up i had ruined my marriage yeah see that's fucked up because people are gonna assume the worst of her right because she's pregnant and y'all are separating and you're not the father so everyone's gonna be like oh well, she cheated on him and he's scorned he's the you know he's the one who's really the victim here and this is really sad for him nah you should have to tell everybody what happened the truth because because if not they're gonna look at her like she's some kind of bad person 
because that's what oh, people do oh yeah oh yeah it's it's all gonna be out on uh the table because you're not gonna make me look like boo boo the fool when you were the one that wanted this goddamn open relationship and that's what you got mm-hmm uh he spent the rest of the month on the road they spent he spends a lot of time on the road i wonder what he does returning only to pack my share of the belongings no battle no lawyers captain finds the paperwork online and we fill it out on the kitchen table we agreed to split the mortgage equity um i will take the vehicle the blender nintendo wii <laughs> <laughs> not the wii not the wii <laughs> Uh, I want the bongo set too and the running pad. <laughs> Give me that power gun. That's how I feel right now. Yes. That, I feel like that's the guy who, who wrote this. Yes, I better have that Mario. What's the games dude wrote this? Yes, he did. <laughs> she will retain the rest of the household contents. I spend the afternoon carrying my things out the front door, packing them in the car. It's both freeing and sorrowful when I realize my life now fits into a 2002 Subaru hatchback. Mm-hmm. My plan is to catch a ferry to Victoria where my friend has already set up a desk in her office. I have found a temporary apartment just outside of downtown close to Maya, whose long-term relationship partner has also ended for reasons that remain their own for one for our, one last time i sit alone in the backyard patio of the house that no longer bears my name i light the cigarette i had taken from Catherine's secret stash i rarely smoke and i watch it curl into the amber dusk a few hours before she had revealed how she had begun drifting from our marriage the first time i confessed about kissing the other woman right mm-hmm. almost a year earlier she never told me i plead you never told me i pleaded how could i have saved us nigga if you don't get the fuck out of here because because the 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 thing is is that you should have been truthful with her and gave her the option you basically held her hostage to save the marriage Mm -hmm. for an open relationship that it sounds like she didn't want to step into in the first place Mm -hmm. and so that's why i'm like well it's bullshit to her because she's like i did not sign up for open marriage like if everybody's cool with it and it works for you cool but if everybody's not it's gonna be a problem yeah the fact that you said she reluctantly had to come into this open marriage right like that ain't good bruh no you know like that's like i said that's not how you want to go into it and especially when someone is essentially saying like yeah i don't know how i feel about this um but we gonna but you know you just gonna decide like yeah we're gonna do open marriage now uh because because i've been already cheating on you essentially kissing other women and shit so it's basically a hostage situation you gonna lose me unless you do an open marriage with me because that's the only way i'm staying with your ass and she fucked around built some self-confidence got out there and got some uh some new dick and was like you know what new dick new me who new phone who this right 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 and and see that's that that's the thing is it's one of those things where you already made her not feel like shit because right. she she done had y'all tried to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get pregnant every time. You made her sound like a failure, like it was right. her fault. What are we going to do now that you can't have kids? Right. Basically, you had two miscarriages, so it's your fault. So, so now we could, I'm supposed to be stuck with you, a broken woman? Really? Right. So we couldn't adopt or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the, all those options. I'm, you know, and, and, and who's to say she might have been cool with that? But like, cool, you know, we can't have kids, but let's go adopt. But, you know, you like, nah, fuck that. Because it's one of those things where, uh, and, and, and you got what you wanted. You wanted an open relationship, but you technically wanted to open on your side because a lot of times, uh, for a lot of dudes, when they, when they, 
glamorize these upper relationships is that like, yeah i can fuck all the bitches i want but what make you think she don't want no dick dog let me start a new session for everybody real quick because obviously we're gonna go over the 90 minutes so okay. uh part two uh what's today's date seven five yep uh yeah all right and uh what time is this 11 mm-hmm. so i'll just say 11 seven okay create session and i'll just invite everybody over to it and i'll put you back on screen and we'll do what we've been yeah. um prepare to go live call audience to session okay and says i'm not broadcast. okay now go live yes let's go and i will add you back to the screen um karen i just invited you and then we'll get right back to the story no problem and this is not this is a pretty smooth transition here mm-hmm. um all right so because back to automatically okay. rose everybody which is what i like <clears throat> mm-hmm. back to the story so uh i believed wholeheartedly the myth of the one the belief that human happiness means finding your other half pledging them your heart and soul and committing into the depth of your part she was my one yet i struggled for years to reconcile my desire for others with the inherited story of traditional monogamous marriage the hidden cost of monogamy when culturally reinforced as the only acceptable ideal is the unquestioned coupling of sexual fidelity with real partnership anything falling outside those norms is at best labeled an unwillingness to commit at worst condemned for hedonistic promiscuity herein lies the scorpion's tale the myth of the one so basically saying like i don't believe in there only being one person for you but obviously he he does now that he fucked it up he thinks that Catherine was the one for him yeah she believed in the one and the one wasn't no longer you mm-hmm uh so he basically said um make no mistake one person can never be another's everything it's too much for them to bear but that doesn't stop many of us from trying and blaming ourselves for the almost certainty of failure for Catherine, i have vowed to keep our course steady when i had decided to rock the boat she had wisely fled to the nearest safe, safest ship i stubbed out is that what it was i stubbed out my cigarette before burned my fingers and headed towards the car she fled she fled it to another dick and that was the problem like it's okay it was okay for you but like i said a lot of dudes like that it's okay for for you but you know lord forbid you know she get pregnant by the other dude and it becomes a problem right you couldn't handle that and she didn't ever want to really be in that so it wasn't about the nearest safest ship it was about the fact that you turned out to be a fuck nigga Right. so she dipped you know what i mean like it, it like near safest ship it sounded like she fucked a lot of ships on the way to the dude that uh she worked with which you said you were okay with right right you test the boundaries until the the boundaries uh go out of bounds right right out of what you consider in bounds uh early september we agreed to journey to our friend's tiny cabin in salt spring island as captain to gather an assortment of things that constitute the record of our relationship anniversary card small gifts faded photographs ask her to bring incense our wedding vows and her wedding ring as the late summer sunshine shatters the window we construct an altar to our collection a throne befitting 10 years together after a silence we sit cross-legged from each other and face the precipice her eyes quiver and my heart leaps into my throat what a mysterious life i wonder how has it come to this because you couldn't keep your dick in your hand it's easy to love the beginning of things it's easy to love them in bloom when their colors are burst and fragrance cast to the wind yet how hard to love the end of things to love their inevitable decay as blossoms wither and drift once again toward the dark earth i cannot believe he wrote this 
uh i unrolled really did write this huh but men are unemotional okay well yeah i i mean yeah i just can't believe anybody would write this yeah <laughs> <laughs> i unrolled like he took the biggest l man i unrolled the paper containing our vows left virtually untouched since our wedding i remember the gathering of friends and family the silver laugh the silver laughter and the way her father walked her down the aisle i remember her aching smile and how she knew that life could not possibly be sweeter than this moment i read our vows aloud <laughs> sorry halfway through the first line i'm shaking by the end of the second tear streaming on my face i continue to struggle i struggle to continue she reaches over finds the next line slowly through her cheek though her cheeks are a river i'm sorry your marriage didn't work my mother's words echo in my mind when a marriage is all can it only be seen as failure can a relationship also succeed not because it lasts forever but how it ends sure mm-hmm. uh life does not be yeah, yeah you were the one who set the parameters of failure when you said she couldn't have kids so you need to start fucking other people right like what were you gonna do fuck other people and then have kids and also i feel like even if this dude would have had kids some some point he would have decided he was trapped because this whole thing was how can i possibly want to fuck other people if i'm in a relationship with the truest person i'm supposed to be with that's really his that was his line like i should never be physically attracted to another person right and it's like yeah you were gonna fuck this up at some point if that's your true belief that <laughs> right you were supposed to get live your whole life being like i never will ever see another person that i'm tempted to have sex with <laughs> uh the vows complete captain folds the paper we look at each other i grip my wedding ring slide it from my finger feeling a sorrowful weight she does the same we arrange both rings on the altar man he do a lot of a lot of white shit melodramatic yeah an altar and all this shit we sat cross-legged from each other <laughs> we each take one piece of paper with my pen hovers i don't know what to call this process breakup seems harsh and somehow violent separation feels generic and falsely benign i arrive at divergence <laughs> is that the next like the, the movie yes the next in the independence day <laughs> right for a time we journey together and now we will follow our own divergent paths again not knowing what the future might bring we proceed to write each other new vows and for the next chapter a lifetime passes before we end our ceremony and pack up the altar the day is now a golden evening so and to in february 2014 say so you got to meet the kid mm-hmm um so, so what is your relationship to the baby huh what is his relationship to the child uh i don't know right godparent uncle daddy mm-hmm she confesses to waking late nights rack racked by sobs stricken with grief the man in her bed struggles with how to support but knows he can do little they rearrange the home and prepare for the baby they hire a doula and construct a container for a water birth in the living room yeah they some heavies in the early february nine months from conception i'm on the ferry heading back to vancouver for a business meeting i receive a text layla was born this morning at 7 30 a.m seven pounds i did it without drugs at home we are well for a moment i had been a man driving on the highway lost in motion for a moment i had forgotten pain stabs my heart <laughs> i text back so this is love uh the willingness to be broken again and again then i added sending blessings upon your new life the willingness to be broken again and again Catherine is quick to recover three days later she invites me to coffee near her yoga studio uh situated in town where we met where we first met 10 years earlier this place had become her place i headed to the meeting unsure how to feel i searched my memory for cues 
from television shows and hollywood movies eventually i said on on low-grade anxiety uh so they meet uh she slowly unwraps the bundle i see the peaceful face of a newborn girl pink and sleeping i touch her impossibly tiny fingers we sit she tells me about the birth the beauty and the pain and acquaintance walks by with her dog and ignorant of our separation compliments us on the birth of our new child we both smile awkwardly sadly and the woman continues likely confused ask Catherine about our dog toby and how she so she took the dog how she's adjusted to the of new baby he the right he got his wee he good he was straight soon after i recognize her partner walking down the street he doesn't look up perhaps sensing we are in his vision i look to Catherine, who glances furtively back at me i pause and shout his name and wave him over to us he draws up slowly uncertain what to expect in that moment i don't know either the hurt animal in me wants to strike him square in the jaw spouting rage and obscenities what <sighs> this dude is piece of wow real piece, piece of work of shit the quiet peacemaker in me wants to remain detached and equanimous um i stand up and say congratulations on your new child cameron thank you he says with noticeable relief the moment is over and he continues onward after he's gone Catherine whispers her gratitude we finish our coffees and are soon delivered back to our separate lives and then let's see may 2015 so this is a year a year and three months later the divorce paperwork crawls over the next year eventually we find ourselves in nondescript notary's office on a hot summer's morning they aren't ready for our appointment so we grab lunch in the nearby restaurant i order a pint she gets a double gin and tonic we catch up on life our regular phone talks have dwindled so we have more to say this time in person we tac- tacitly avoid the matter at hand half an yeah, hour later she got shit to do she got a baby right <laughs> like, i don't got time for this we head back to the office uh we say our goodbyes after they they sign everything um i don't know when i shall see her next at home into the quiet evening i craft a poem oh shit now today we the yams today we signed the paperwork (laughs) wait hold up hold up hold up when you got the yams the yams the yams the <laughs> that's the best part anyway um today we signed the paperwork what began as a public celebration ended in the indistinct office with fluorescent lights make no mistake the end of marriage is a death and must be grieved in a manner befitting the gift of a decade together yet what lies at the heartbreak perhaps our remaining challenge is to find the label that adequately conveys what we have become we are still searching in the meantime there is a soft there is soft friendship and a quiet love beneath it all Oh, man. Ah, 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 ah! Uh, <laughs> am I supposed to snap or what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't. This is. This is, this is amazing. You bought this upon yourself, sir. When she miscarried, he was dry eyed, right? Come on. Didn't cry at all. Left to go to Burning Man. Kissed some other woman at a party with his wife at the party uh then he was like uh open marriage uh on family vacation time in maui where he booked an extra week just to tell her that and then she went and got uh pregnant by some other dude and then he was like i'm the real victim here this nigga he don't take all the cake all the cake my god all right (laughs) he get a (laughs) hundred right jesus man yeah especially when she didn't sign up for open marriage and you mm-hmm. you 
you technically forced her into one she was like oh okay we open well i'll be open over here and close at the same time you can be open all by yourself what a wow just that's that's what a what a piece of work man that's all i can come up with just seems like a horrible person yeah but then you ain't want to take a hit publicly because you want to come out and say my fucked up decisions made us split mm-hmm especially when you, it's like hey you uh you can't have no kids so you ain't worth shit basically is how he came to her right right like i said if she would have been cool with it cool but like i said she was reluctant from the beginning yeah, so this i'm gonna leave you fail. yeah i'm already cheating on you you want to have an open relationship that's essentially what he said like you didn't come into this honestly you came into this with some it's like you you hijacked the relationship like it's either this or or, or nothing right then he then he turns around and gets mad when you know gets quote-unquote jealous but she was like oh okay you know what you getting pussy i'm getting dick all of a sudden you become enraged and angry well uh, and then especially once she got pregnant and moved on and had an actual baby right like then at that point he's like i'm the real victim no nigga you started the whole spiral this is just desserts she probably somewhere happy without your ass right and she she would have been willing to keep trying sounds like but you was like nah fuck it shout out to cam he the real mvp um all right <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to read the articles from all over the globe that uh oh wait it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's uh-huh. fucking with black people but well, we can find articles from all over the globe and we assign point scores of 0 to 100 and intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants uh a woman on the flight okay she made it let's see what's going on with her so apparently there was a woman uh on a flight who got carried off for being drunk oh um, shit mm-hmm. she was suspected of drinking a little too much you know hitting the hitting the juice getting loose in the mile high uh air in the mile high club here's some footage security is dragging her off the plane the part that was blanked out uh was when she called them <clears throat> psycho black ass motherfucker at one of the offices mm-hmm. ah! i'm sure that was uh the worst of it i know oh. uh she not only verbally abused a black police officer but kicked and shouted her way through the aisles and she tried to wriggle out of the grip of the police officers um so yeah she uh apparently was barefoot wearing ripped jeans and a white strappy top that had ridden up she was carried off with her handbag still dangling from her shoulder she struggled from the officer's grip accusing him of stepping on her hair and she and she yelled get my phone <laughs> imagine the person that probably had to like now i gotta get off the plane mm-hmm. so uh hopefully everything worked out you know uh zero to a hundred Karen. oh i <laughs> 
oh this is a hundred i put guess the race in the thing i'm sorry y'all we're not playing guess the race but uh yeah she was white because niggas were like mm, bitch i already paid for my ticket you you own your own yeah i gotta go to 25 for me um let's see headmaster quits in race scandal at america's oldest public school after two black students make a video exposing racist abuse okay the headmaster at america's oldest public school has stepped down amid accusations she failed to act on racist abuse lynn mooney Teta, along with assistant headmaster malcolm flynn have now resigned from the boston latin school in massachusetts following an investigation into the administration's handling of racial discrimination black students had launched a social media platform uh, campaign hashtag black at bls aimed at highlighting the underlying racial tensions at the school in january mm-hmm apparently uh things were not too good up mm, there mm. um they probably bought this shit to y'all attention and y'all glossed over that bullshit maggie noel president of black at bls and fellow member callie webster kazoo uh Kazio, uh posted a video on youtube last january saying that black students are often suspected of racist behavior or slurs by their white peers or subjected i'm sorry subjected to racial behavior or slurs by their white peers but when they reported the incidents to the headmaster or the other school staff their claims were ignored their concerns are ignored i believe that they say racial tension started brewing following the 2014 police killing of michael brown and ferguson i believe that too the shooting prompted fierce debate online among students which deteriorated into racial slurs uh at one point a black student was even threatened with lynching they also claim that white students will walk through the school hall saying nigger without fear of being reprimanded but when students confronted headmaster Teta with evidence of racial abuse they say not no action was taken mm-hmm. they have a video here let me see noel gets her hashtag black at bls 2016 campaign underway Let's see what this uh yeah. it's recording yeah all right let's get it Hi, my name is Maggie Noel, and I am president of BLS Black, which stands for Black Leaders Aspiring for Change and Knowledge. Hi, my name is Kylie Webster-Cazot, and I'm an active member of BLS Black, and I'm also captain of the BLS Pep Squad. We are here today to initiate phase one of our campaign, hashtag Black at BLS. We are here today to make our... Listen, these women are already so on point and organized. (laughs) The top, uh, well, actually, girls at 16, like... They was like step one, so, so yeah, they they, they like, laid the plan down. They was like, nah, bitch, you 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 fuck with the wrong group today. I mean, once they start speaking in unison and shit, like it's a spoken poet, oh, spoken you, word poem. Oh, everybody was in formation. I know, I know. The principal's looking at this shit like, I'm gonna have to resign. I'm gonna have to resign. This is a uh, right. These motherfuckers about to get me out of here. Yep, I'm about to lose my job. As soon as they were like, <laughs> as soon as they were like speaking in, in, in at the same time as in unison, it's like they're like we black and black is in the name, right? <laughs> right, we are head of BLACK, which stands for Black Leadership. It's like, yeah, isn't it? We so black, we double the black, nigga. <laughs> yeah, be squared. You about to lose your job. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, hold on volume on this thing is terrible yeah they got their little slide shit yeah it just it keeps going to zero administration and everyone that we refuse to be silenced and we're not afraid to speak up 
We're here to use this campaign to unite our community, to unite the community of black alumni and the students of color at BLS and, like, and at schools like it. We're gonna use this campaign to emphasize that we are united and we have the desire and the right to be acknowledged and recognized as a united community. United. Now we got a little call to action for y'all, all right? We want you to blow up every single social media you all got. All of it. Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, your Pinterest, your Buffy, Tumblr, Tumblr, your email, everything. everything. With the hashtag Black, Black at BLS. All right, now hit him with hit him with an example. Hashtag Black at BLS. When you're the only Black student in your AP U.S. History course, and when slavery comes up, they all turn to you. Mm. Hashtag mm. Black at BLS. When people can walk in the hall saying without fear of being reprimanded. Hashtag Black at BLS. When your white peers are using Twitter and Facebook to put out racial slurs and negative things about students of color, and you print out the tweets and give them to your headmaster and a binder, and then she does nothing about it. Hashtag Black at BLS. Hashtag I, I, oh I think that was over 140 characters, but you get the point. Blow up everything. <laughs> everything. And stay tuned for phase two of our campaign, all right? Now remember, stay black, stay proud, and keep striving for black excellence oh my god oh, oh my god that, that was guaranteed to blow up oh my god yeah because they were young people speaking young people language and another in march another student destiny warnham 16 came forward about an incident last october when she said her english teacher asked her what's up my nigga during a discussion at huckleberry finn oh we read about that mm-hmm uh the teen was left humiliated while her mother rosalind warnham who was outraged over the treatment of her daughter and met with tedder to demand the teacher in question this be sacked that statement was culturally incompetence rosalind warnham uh was cultural incompetence rosalind warnham 49 said at the time uh what was she expecting from making that statement to her and the standard process in addressing the book the incident which occurred last october took place during the class on mark twain's classic novel which uses the racial term frequently uh destiny says her teacher asked her what's up my nigga before demanding to know how does that make you feel i didn't know what to say destiny told the boston globe she didn't have to direct it to me to make me feel uncomfortable like that yeah i don't understand what that has to do with the lesson not a motherfucking thing yeah that's not how it was used in the book at all it's just like oh cool i get to say the n-word today for class i cannot wait to say this to my black student um and how does that make you feel what the fuck that got to do with anything right so then she came forward and of course nothing was done so black people start organizing right uh investigators social media people can't be ignored no more Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently um there was um investigation by the school district's office of equity as well as a separate investigation by the civil rights unit of the u.s attorney's office and they found seven separate allegations of racial abuse and how staff responded a school oh. district report found administrators acted correctly in six but failed to adequately respond to a student threat to lynch a 15 year old black classmate in that case a white boy allegedly called a black girl a racial slur and threatened to lynch her while holding up an electrical cord investigators say tether failed to inform the parents of both students the president of NAACP's Boston chapter said the headmaster should be fired for not having called the police immediately. Tedder said the student was disciplined, but she could not reveal the details as children's school files are confidential. District investigators also looked into an incident with Destiny Warner where they ruled that the teacher's language was inappropriate, but not grounds for discipline. In May, Noel Webster Kazoo, uh, Kazoo, uh, and other members of student activism group BLACK and BLS, 
uh released a second video com- complaining that nothing had changed and the school at at the school after the investigations mm. Uh, they said that there had been no mention of the black and bls campaign by tedder or other teachers during the school and claimed that tedder had also failed to turn up to the lunchtime conversations on race the fact that our administration failed to publicly denounce his behavior even say something to students make the comments that were making the comments that was effective uh has created an unsafe and racially hostile learning environment for the students of color at bls Recent graduates Noel and Wester Casal said in the video, last week the headmaster and her assistant headmaster stood down amid the rising criticism of the handling of the incidents. Mm, well, at least they got them out of there. You yeah, know. Somebody that was going, well, not all the time, but somebody took the fall for this one. But, you know, sometimes they stick their heels in the mud, but I nah, fuck y'all, I ain't retiring. African-American math teacher Trevor Smith, 29 years old, had little sympathy for his colleagues saying that if they felt unsupported now they know how a minority person feels mm-hmm. oh uh, <laughs> right because he be like look i've been here by myself all the time mm-hmm. uh of course some of the faculty blamed school superintendent tommy chang and boston mayor marty walsh for refusing to defend staff over their dealing of the racial abuse allegations assistant headmaster flynn in an angry letter to chang admitted the school administration's response was not ideal but we did good things oh jesus now you need to go because you missed the point of why you had to step down right boston latin is first and oldest public school in america and has had famous alumni and stuff so they talk about that um uh it is believed this gave let's see 20 according to boston globe 23 percent of students at the school were black 20 years ago it's believed this gave hundreds of african-american teenagers access to a top public school which in turn gave them a better chance at attending an elite college however recent figures show that today only nine percent of students are black and 12 percent are hispanic far less than compared to boston's two other exam schools yep well there you go zero to 100 karen oh yeah i'm I'm gonna give it 100 i know they stepped down and shit but i'm gonna give it 100 just because the shit happened so long and y'all ignored them i'm gonna give it zero the headmaster got uh quit um the girls uh and the other black kids at the school organized and they got something done um you know i hope whoever comes in after this person will take that shit seriously will now take the allegations of racial abuse seriously and take steps to you know to to um educate the staff on to get some sensitivity and shit so for me personally i feel like that's a success story you know i hate that anybody has to quote unquote step down from their jobs but at the same time if you weren't gonna do the job what's the point of having the job right and also i hope it makes the staff scared of doing dumb shit Mm mm-hmm that's what i'm saying the next person all right let's go to uh guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right let's get into the first article a couple has been charged with assault for throwing pizza rolls at each other (laughs) gastonia north carolina 
shit that's up the street uh north carolina couple faces charges of alleged after allegedly assaulting each other with pizza rolls samantha brooke kniep kniep 21 and brad scott beard 24 guess the race were each charged on monday with one count of misdemeanor simple assault the uh, suspects allegedly got into a fight at their gastonia apartment and started throwing pizza rolls at each other a motive in the incident remains uncertain beard faces 60 days in jails and knight faces 30 days in jail uh so uh it's funny women always get less time in these kind of things uh but uh you know i think that's just an admission of how shitty men are that the the law's like she should i mean there's a lot of good reason to kill a man come on half the time at the end of every snap is the same it's really like she went to jail she was convicted of murder in 2010 she'll be eligible for parole in 2012 update she out she already free (laughs) let's be honest he deserved to die i wonder what a hot pockets of them tony rose oh yeah there was probably them tostinos yeah mm-hmm. some the tostinos yeah i could tell they are fresh out the oven who's the person that called the police you know what i mean i couldn't imagine that phone call whiter than the writer's room at orange is new black oh, oh. i'm going to guess they were crazy they were cheese pizza rolls say white <laughs> little caesar's crackers without cheese white the correct answer is and everybody got it white and uh if you guys want to see what they look like here you go that hair man like she's harley quinn or something um but yeah they look like the kind of people that throw pizza rolls yeah mm-hmm. they like the kind of people that throw pizza rolls in a fight you know uh let's see who else we got here um a florida mother 18 years old uh has been arrested for using her six-month-old son to beat her boyfriend oh oh <laughs> that baby got hands uh 18 year old woman was arrested after she used a six month old son to beat her boyfriend during a fight uh tatiana allen of orange county traveled about 65 miles from her home to celebrate the fourth of july with her boyfriend and their child wait what's funny about traveling 65 miles i don't get it no because i I read about the crime she did i was like she was 65 miles with that baby to do that no 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 they were traveling to go celebrate the fourth of july at daytona beach so they left okay okay i thought she left home with that mission with that mission Mm -mm. my bad authorities arrived shortly before 4 30 p.m and found her uh found allen had battered her boyfriend with the child the baby was taken to the hospital monday afternoon where he's in good condition uh allen was taken into custody on charges of battery and infliction of physical and mental injury on the child she's being held in Volusia county without bail it is unclear whether she had an attorney yeah she used her kid to beat the her boyfriend like you would use a bat oh yeah like her she was swinging her kid to hit him like a weapon oh yeah yeah so that is i mean i've heard of people using their their children as weapons against the 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 father but that's she took it literal i guess that baby must have been made of steel that's the race uh but how do you uh, i mean uh never mind okay that 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 sounds like something okay where's the guess y'all go guess the race you gonna catch these hands and this baby black 
clearly oh. doing a richard pryor routine black uh black uh yeah the cor- <laughs> the correct answer is um no more tears black the correct oh. answer is black Mm-mm-mm. uh if you guys want to oh, like. black mamas will beat you with anything mm-hmm. let me uh see if i can show y'all the wait where'd it go oh i have to go down so nope i don't know uh i don't even know where it went oh did i close it no it's right here okay i thought i seen it scroll down ain't it that one or that's another no one? that's skype it's a word oh. document um try it one more time see if it comes up what's the yams i don't know you guys can't see this one i guess uh <laughs> i don't know what happened to it yeah for some reason i want y'all to, to be great oh wait uh, didn't mean to do that give me oh, a second i'll come back i'll come back uh let's try screen share one more time yeah i don't know it's not wanting to show it no more at any rate uh she was black y'all she was black and i'm black and i'm black and they're black and i'm black y'all um oh there we go all right here you guys go if you want to see her that's what she look like she's like i will use this baby to beat your ass I'm gonna beat the hell out of you no you ain't gonna use my baby beat i like watch me mm-hmm uh it came out of me i can do what i won't do with it sick of your shit <laughs> all of your shit <laughs> i heard of picking out your own switch but picking out your own kid right damn that's the next level that's that's brand new to me all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far everybody's all over the place but let's see if they can continue the hot streak um all right a man has decided to get married okay to his smartphone oh shit now Mm-hmm. they got an app for that he wanted to prove how precious phones have become in our daily lives by marrying his phone now you think he's gonna not be able to get the phone pregnant and then upgrade it to a different phone in 18 months of course there are plenty of quickie weddings that take place in las vegas okay let me see if i can just play the story you guys can guess his race um his name is aaron chervinak and he's 34 years old with that said by the power given to me here in the state of nevada it is now my honor and my privilege to pronounce you husband and smartphone if we're going to be honest with ourselves we connect with our phones on so many emotional levels we look to it for solace to calm us down uh, to put us to sleep to ease our minds and to me that's also what a relationship is about so in a sense my smartphone has been my longest relationship. That's why I decided to see what it was like to actually marry a phone. So I'm here in Vegas. 
I've got this plan, and we contacted a local chapel to see if they'd be willing to perform this slightly unorthodox ceremony. And they weren't just open to it. I think they were really excited about the prospect. It's something different. It's something new. And we're going to make our way over to the ceremony very soon. I'm trying to ask the hard questions of myself as to what this relationship means. And I'm trying to go as far as I can to explore that. Got another phone as a ring barrier. Las Vegas. What'd you say, Karen? Had another phone as a ring barrier. (laughs) It it was. It was on the pillow. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, he would call the person that brought the phone up there, the cell phone provider. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very exciting and joyous occasion to witness and celebrate the joining of Aaron and his smartphone. I just can't wait for the divorce. Oh, <laughs> I feel like in the last phone file for the divorce. I feel like in the last year we just haven't really had a good connection, and you just keep dropping me, dropping my calls. There's no excuse not to text back when you when it is the cell phone, right? Where were you last night? Oh, I ain't have my phone on me. I know, nigga, I'm the phone. Ah! You know, uh, you know everything is is uh got names now so mm-hmm. is it Cortana? is it siri what's the phone's name right all of the love and laughter you have shared all of the good times you've had all the reasons you're here today this all- yo people went to this yes, what they did. i mean that's not a lot of people but the fact that there's like four people that had nothing to do is sad as fuck to me it's sadder than marrying the phone I feel bad for the dude that got his, his his license as a preacher just to be able to do this, and this is what his life came to. I know he thought he was going to be making so many people happy getting them married in Las Vegas, and nope. No, he can't. He came on his shift and go, oh, okay, who's next? A man and his phone. What? And you know what? Fuck is, it. is the woman named phone? No, no, no. No, his real cell phone, dog. Right. He was like, hey, I get paid regardless. I do anything for money. I need, the crack ain't going to smoke itself. Mm-mm. I bet it's like if anyone has anything to say right now, speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh shit. Oh shit. Her ex is here. Oh, the cell phone's ex is here. Walter, pledging your eternal love and commitment to each other. Now, do you, Aaron, take this smartphone to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do. And do you also promise to love her? honor her comfort and keep her and be faithful to her i do how do you know it's her i like that he's open-minded enough to marry a phone but has to assign the agenda you know what i mean because i ain't no gay phone operator nigga shit think i'm gonna get gay with my phone nah when i masturbate on my phone that's a woman do the phones have to fight for equal rights to be married Mm -hmm. i fight for custody I just feel I feel bad for all the Republicans that feel like they were right now. What are they children? Gigabytes? Mm-hmm. I told you. Didn't I tell you? If you let them marry get each other, same sex, they're going to be marrying phones. I was right. Oh, yeah, yeah, somebody justified me. Mm-hmm. Yep. My bad, bigots. Y'all, y'all I had it. I was right. I, was, I, I didn't know it was going to go this far. I really... Mm. 
I, when I joined the marriage equality bandwagon, I really mm-hmm. didn't think they would continue and trickle down the phones. You're you know? still a bigot, but I think you're right. Yeah, you're still a bigot, but you had a point. Your slippery slope stands. If you will, I'm going to ask you to place the ring on your bride's finger and your finger. And repeat after me, please. With this ring. With this ring. I be wed. I be wed. I promise to love you. By the way, the ring is actually a back of a case, so it just slides right onto his hand so that he's looking at the phone. So it's on a one ring, so he saved money. So guess the race chat room. We've had enough of the tomfoolery going on with this person. <laughs> uh did you already ask him or no yeah for some reason when i when i try to put it in there it 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 thinks it's a um a dupe dude okay Okay. let me see what they say um uh we don't have a connection anymore this signal is weaker than it once was i think i mean we need a new plan i am a white man white nonsense going to get his smartphone to reluctantly agree to open relationship in a few months white i think we should try different providers uh i want to go back to verizon i'm sorry (laughs) uh so it's going from like iphone to android is that like switching um races i don't know nationalities i don't know also protest vote v protest votes to leave the eu in order to prove a point white oh likes a mayonnaise sandwich uh like a mayonnaise sandwich this some white folks shit arranged an open phone marriage so he could still uh hold on now it's moving too fast uh where did this go <laughs> arranged an open phone marriage so he could still kiss his dog on the side Aww. as white as the jizz covering the screen of that smartphone white <laughs> They never would marry a track phone, though. <laughs> the correct answer is white. Everyone got it. And if you guys want to see what he looks like, he looks probably like your thing, like a bad Kenny G impersonator. That's him right there, y'all. Oh, my God. Uh, he was like, this would be a good idea to show people how much we dedicate to our, i hope the phone take half i mean do it again it didn't show up on my it screen. didn't show up yeah i mean it was loading and you moved it before it finished oh hold on let me oh, go it might have just been me my bad did everybody else see it yes yeah, somebody said it looked like a sad jesus so apparently yeah so everybody saw it okay it cool. was just me my bad y'all no no problem um let's go to sword ratchetness uh, so we can get up out of here on this late night edition uh well rested uh, version of the blackout tips Mm-mm-mm. um did we do this one yesterday uh a sword wielding man barricades himself in a cutlery shop in little tokyo a man armed with a samurai sword barricaded himself inside of a cutlery store forcing a lockdown at japanese village plaza in little tokyo on sunday yeah they said yes okay all right i'm about to say i feel like this feels familiar but you know what these sword motherfuckers everybody sound the same yeah all right let's see how about oh i see why because it didn't let me delete it last time there we go okay this makes sense now uh, a man in his 30s was attacked with a samurai sword in Maldon Street. Uh, so, I guess he was just walking down the street minding his own fucking business. Mm-hmm. 
when somebody with a sword decided to make his business they business ah whether they wanted to or not to give him the business that sword the incident took place uh 10 45 p.m on a thursday june 16th the man received facial fractures and was taken to the hospital for treatment a police spokeswoman said police are investigating the assault of a man having a 10:45 on thursday the suspects were reported to be in possession of a samurai sword which meant armed officers conducted an area search but no one was found disappeared like a ninja mm-hmm. those japanese flutes in the background and shit um yes <laughs> smoke pellet <laughs> all right the c chord <laughs> tomorrow's show will have janelle james uh so join us live on uh crowdcast uh which will be at 8 30 i believe also premium people in the morning justin and i will be recording ballsy sports and the pregame and all that stuff on crowdcast i'm looking for a way to email everybody using their email accounts they have on the blackouttips.com uh for premium members uh and if not if if that fails what i'll do is i'll make a post on the blackouttips.com and embed the um the video but it'll just be for premium people so mm-hmm. if you're not premium you won't be able to see it Mm-mm. uh so we'll figure it out in the morning but until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.